Welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This features the open-minded musings of two late 40s curmudgeons staring down the prospect of entertainment relevance. I'm your co-host, as always. My name is Bill Scurry, and I'm the founder and proprietor of something called American Caesar Enterprises, which uh, I think it's pretty obvious is a tension-filled office filled with spent real estate salesmen trying to unload <laughs> sham properties on suckers. They cold call based on weak leads. Yeah. All the, the while, leads are weak. You're weak. All the while, all the while drinking lukewarm coffee and chain smoking, each trying to screw the other for the slightest of advantages. Put that down. Coffee is for closers. What's my name? Fuck you. That's my name. Fuck you. That's my name. This watch. Costs See this watch? This car. watch costs more than your car. That's my no. fucking name. All right. This is not. We're quoting the one. Actually, we're not quoting the play. No, we're quoting, we're quoting the, the movie. Yeah. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Which uh, added a new character, a new scene that's uh, perhaps I I can quote the play too because I I have it unlocked from end to end. Great play. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, David Mamet, as performed in my college, my junior year. Uh, Great, great production. Uh, Okay. Uh, Nice to meet you, Bill. Thank you. Glad you're uh, selling. This is the first first time we've met. People should know that. Yeah, I said, no. I know. (laughs) First, First prize is. Cadillac, Eldorado, second prize, set of steak steak knives. knives. Third prize prize is, is, you're fired. You're fired. All right, I'm Noah Tarno. Hi, no more Glengarry, Glen Ross. Uh, I'm the founder and, I'm your other co-host, by the way. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of the Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular. Welcome to our show, folks. Uh, I think this is going to be the last one for a few weeks because we we got some travel on the docket again, right? That is true. You're going away next week? Yeah, we got, no, not next week. Sorry, we got some irregularities because- uh, Oh, so we're doing next week. We can do next week, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, it's true. I just got back from Egypt and and yet we're, each of us are going to different places throughout October. So we do have a little bit of a choppy schedule, but after October, I think it's more or less a smooth sail through through November into December. Smooth sounds of K I'm going away- I'm, I just found out, man, I didn't tell you this. I got a lot of travel headed up. Get this, Mr. Globetrotter, right? I'm um, hopefully going to be in Los Angeles for Thanksgiving. And then Christmas, a uh, family trip to Mexico. How does that sound? Huh? I like that. That sounds great to me. Mexico. I, um, I've been looking to get adopted by the Tarno family so you guys would bring me because I would love to go to a place like Puerto Vallarta with you guys. You know how when you're a kid and, I mean, this is very first world richy thing, but Maybe you don't notice, but uh, when you're a kid and you go on vacation and they let the family vacation, the family lets like each kid bring a friend. That never happened to me, but go ahead. All right, that happened to me. I mean, not every vacation, but some vacations, like my sister and I could each bring a friend, right? So imagine like now, you know, I'm a single guy, but I'm close to my family. So when we're able to go on a family trip, it's my parents, you know, they still travel. My sister and, you know, when we can make things work, all three of her kids, that's the plan for Mexico, plus me. Since I'm the singleton, wouldn't it be funny if like I could bring a friend? Yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody probably wouldn't that be weird. Somebody, somebody between the age of seventeen and thirty. Yeah, right. And not like a girlfriend, not like a special friend. That would kind of make sense, but by like the, just like a friend. By so the way, Bill, as, maybe you could come with me to Mexico. And my as a as a bit of trivia for the listener, because I know that that's they really care about the, us telling them what's not yeah, important. Very important. Uh, very you, important. You are going to Puerto Vallarta, I believe, right? Well, that's the plan. It's not confirmed yet, but uh, we got a connection with a friend who's got a timeshare there. Through a friend, yeah. Through a friend. So, Puerto Vallarta. Uh, when you're there, I, I am going to yes. say, if possible, see if you can find this. There is a Calle Elizabeth Taylor and a Calle Richard Burton uh, in Puerto Vallarta, of all places. What does that mean? 
The streets. The street. There are two streets. Oh, Calle C A L L E. Yes. I, you know, I'm only two months into Duolingo yeah. Spanish, man. I, I I'm just saying. I do know that. Okay. If you get a chance, get to you go hunt hunt. Uh, you got to hump uh-huh. out of hump out of the main town. Go off the main drag, and you look on Google Maps, you'll find it. There's Calle right. Taylor and Calle Bird. Why do I want to find those places? So you can take a picture in front of the sign and send it to everybody. All right, I'll try that. Well, everybody, if you tune into this show, what you come here for is pop culture as of the minute, and uh, we have a doozy for you here today. We are talking about a bleeding edge topic this might be the most important thing you're going to listen to all year bleeding edge it really broke six days ago uh when, when that yeah. that football game was six days ago my friend well when so i say we, bleeding we edge, the boat in this culture i think of, we're I finally think, breaking our silence i think of clotting blood if we're going to talk about bleeding edge it doesn't, <laughs> okay. doesn't go very slowly there's there's like a butterfly <laughs> tourniquet over it so yeah, our topic, as you can see from the thumbnail of the episode, we're talking about the whirlwind courtship, the romance of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Not to be confused with the guy who played Frazier, uh, who, his name was also Travis Kelsey. That's a different, uh, it's an unfortunate uh, coincidence. As we established before the mics went on, neither you nor I had heard of Travis Kelsey. <laughs> no, that, that, is, that is true. <laughs> Yeah. Although this is our third episode, Taylor yes. Swift has got to win some award. Uh, like, yeah. How gonna... many people have been the subject? I think the only people, people who've been subjects of multiple episodes of our show have been uh, Adam Levine, yes. two episodes, yeah. and now Taylor Swift. This is the third, third episode. So this is the whirlwind romance of our lifetime. A generation-defining moment, not unlike Mark, Antony, and Cleopatra, for instance, Taylor and Burton, to bring that name up again, or... Some other combination of real-life stories and the actors who portrayed them. You do the math on that one. So uh, Taylor Swift, of course, needs no introduction. She's the girl named after the thing you say if you're in Pennsylvania and you want a pork roll quickly. Oh, God, dude, that's terrible. That's awesome. Travis Kelsey is the one who may need a larger introduction because this is me familiarizing it and us essentially becoming you know familiar with this guy ourselves. He's an Ohio native, a Pro Bowl tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Who play in Kansas City, Kansas, as everybody knows. Uh, and he's one of the best players in his position of recent memory and a bit of a fame ball in his own right. He's been with the Chiefs since 2013. He was actually the subject of a reality show in 2016. That it's not know. a reality show. Those aren't reality shows. I'm sick of people calling contests, in, game shows, in the, reality in shows. In the industry, in the industry, they're called reality shows. You can make up... No, what, a reality show is when you're ostensibly following someone going about their A reality show is Something like a dating unscripted. show, which he did, okay, you can, or you, The Apprentice, great. is a game you show. Can say it's that, not reality show. You shows. can say that, but that's not what people in the industry uh, call them. So but anyway. they're wrong. I'm sorry. I hear it really you. annoys me. Uh, yes, the, dating, I was, the reality show uh, was that he was dating women from all 50 states. I believe even yes. even from Connecticut somehow. But yes, they managed to get women from all it, these states. It was place. called Catching Kelsey and it was on the E! Network. I love Jaren names. No, those things really go over well. Um, and I can always say... Networks, networks have exclamation points. In that's true. Uh, yeah, Discovery! Uh, <laughs> so he was also the host on S- SNL, as Noah said, on March of this very year. And that happened again. We both watch, we pop into SNL here and there for sketches. Neither of us remember this happening, but that's fine. The, the world moves quickly. Um, his politics have even been able to uh, rankle some of the more conservative fans of the NFL. He kneeled in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, and he's been an avowed recommender of coronavirus vaccinations, both initial and boosters. Um Taylor Swift. He, he he was he did an ad for Pfizer, did he not? Yes, he did. Yes, both of these uh, fictional characters uh, that we're discussing for the purpose of this podcast—they are actually both thirty-three years old, which, as we know, was the same age as Jesus. Noah, is that a coincidence? 
Anyway. Uh, you, you ask that. We'll, we'll get to her, but you ask one shop owner in Kansas City, and it's probably not a coincidence. Uh, so not much is con- is confirmed about this Titanic love connection, to be fair. that's you know We're sort of working under a cloak of darkness, a little bit of an information embargo. Other than the fact that Swift was present at the Chiefs' last home game, uh, which as of day of record, that is uh, a week ago Sunday night. I believe they were Sunday night football on the Fox Sports Network, which has the the uh, the license for these things, uh, where the Kansas City Chiefs beat the shit out of... Um, I was a home game. They beat the shit out of the Bears, forty-one to the Bears. ten. Yeah, is is the fridge still on the Bears? That shows you how much I know about football. Jim, 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 Jim McMahon's the quarterback still. Jim McMahon on the cover of Rolling Stones. <laughs> they still have those guys because the fridge is unstoppable. He's in GI Joe. You know yeah, that? He was. Briefly. They made a GI Joe figure of the fridge. He carried a metal spiked football attached to a chain to a stick. So uh, Fox Sports broadcast acknowledged the presence of Taylor Swift. They were a buzz. The guy in the booth loved it, and they kept showing. Um, you know, a, a video of the the luxury box that Tra- you know uh, Kelsey's family, his mom and his friends, are hanging out. Yes. A little, and there's no Taylor mic- was sitting next to Kelsey's mom. Yeah, isn't sweet? And she, you know, so you know, she was um, she was sitting there. She was exulting over the the game, and you know, it was, it was a romp. So there was a lot to be happy about. Um, at one point, the singer could be lip read as shouting, "Let's fucking go!" After Kelsey. <laughs> Caught a touchdown pass, and it was true. Her lip, it was absolutely locked. Right. That's exactly what well, she how said. How dare she? What lesson is she teaching our young girls? This is awful. So look, it's not all. It's not all. You know, famous uh, flash bulbs and glitz and glamour. Noah, you know what? Some have accused the duo of creating a romantic scheme. That this is a hoax, uh, essentially to help promote Taylor Swift's upcoming Eras Tour concert film, which I believe is dropping towards the end of October or the beginning of October or something like that. Anyway. Future topic: the because uh, they've store. only they've only already sold eighty zillion tickets. They need to sell <laughs> sixty zillion. There's tickets. a few people yeah. who don't know. There's some people yeah. who, are, who are in Upper Volta, Africa, yes. who would, haven't heard <laughs> the, of this. The sen- Sentinel Island people have not heard about the Eris store. So, right. so this that's is, why this is her scheme to to, to get. That's why more they, throw, they throw spears than, because they're not done listening to the uh, to the concert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as if, like I said, as if she needs more exposure. Um, yeah, and some and, you know, there were some columnists, uh, cultural natterers, a few podcasts I listened to. Um, they have relished the fact that two left-wing leaning media giants are sort of uniting. It's a little bit of a pop repudiation of MAGA politics, and you know, in this pri- this is a political season. There's a lot of news out now between the indictments and the primaries and all these things, and so you know, it keeps the hot stove roiling. Uh, Anyway, I think that's enough. There's pretty much all there is to say. But Noah, what what's your opinion? Yeah. And keep in mind, well, I pushed this. this was my topic. Yeah, you, you pushed you it. Pushed me. I didn't want to talk about yeah, it. You but, didn't want to yeah. talk about it. No, I mean, I I had barely seen a headline. Also, by the way, that Chiefs game, it wasn't just that. It was they were seen leaving together afterwards. Yes, that is true. And then and then there was some Kelsey had rented out some bar in Kansas City where they had a party. And oh my God, TMZ breathlessly the huge headline. What did it say? It said she Taylor Swift seen. <laughs> Putting her arm around Travis Kelsey. Wow. Uh, it's the big news, folks. It's what's, it's what, that's what matters. Uh, all right. So there's three possibilities here. One, they're actually dating. They're famous people who, you know, single adults, presumably both heterosexual. They like each other. So they are a couple, you know. Two, they're friends who are boosting each other's careers. Hey, I want this movie thing to, you know, be the greatest movie of all time instead of the second greatest movie of all time. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm on this cusp where I can break through the mainstream and not just be a sports celebrity. Let's do each other a favor. Or three, this is entirely a cynical ploy dreamed up by their marketing departments or whatever, who got together and said, we're going to introduce these two, make them a couple. They're both, they're both willing to play ball. Why not? 
Uh, so there's basically one of three possibilities here. Regardless, I don't care. I really don't care. I, I mean, they see, I've said this about Taylor before. She seems like a perfectly fine person. You know, her politics seem to align with mine. His politics seem to align with mine. You know, I, I hate how the end. I'm not a fan of football. I hate football. He's a tight end. What does tight end mean? Oh, I don't know. He, I know he's on the offensive line, but I have no idea. I couldn't tell you anything beyond that. Because I saw some like, oh, he, he's one of the greatest tight ends ever. And, you know, usually people who get as famous as him are quarterbacks, but not never a tight end. I'm like, so is that like a lesser role? Like, yeah, I don't know. What like, does it mean? Like, inference. Know. Who knows, right? Who knows? Who cares? Does it matter now? Um, so I, I love when the NFL, you know, which seems to have this air of right wingery. And of course, the right wing seems to believe that anything that is American is their property, which is the opposite of how they act. Um, so I love when I hear about like a guy like that kind of pushing back on that. And, you know, if he supported uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, a white, you know, milk fed looking Midwestern guy, you know, defying the stereotype. I'm, I'm, so that that inclines me to like him. So they seem like fine people, whatever. I have no issue with them. Obviously, I have no issue if they're genuinely couple and it's none of my business. And frankly, even if it's a cynical thing, good on them. You know, I mean, they're celebrities. It's their job to play this game. And it's not a game that, I mean, even if they fool people and people in the Midwest believe they're really, sorry, not Midwest, people wherever believe they're really in love, even though they're not, like who, who gets hurt? They're playing the game. Like, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna follow celebrity gossip, you know, you really have no one to blame but yourself if you get fooled. And really, what's the cost of that? Like, what do you suffer if you are fooled? But Bill, I have a question for you. Has celebrity gossip always been this shallow? Yeah, if not more shallow. Yeah, definitely. There's nothing here. There's no story. A handsome white guy has a girlfriend. A pretty white girl has a boyfriend. That's it. There's no scandal. The Oh, her arm was around him. Oh, they were seen driving away. Like, there is nothing out of the ordinary here at all, other than the fact that they're famous. And it's just like, why do you care? Like, Give us something about this relationship that makes it... I mean, I get it. If someone's cheating, it's the spicy gossip thing. But, like, there's nothing here. Um, there's a... So I, I referred to this before. There's an NBC thing, and they interview a, a local uh, business owner in Kansas City. She, like, owns a craft store, and she started making Taylor-associated stuff. And she said, like, people feel like this is the greatest thing to happen to Kansas City, she said. It's just been a whirlwind. So exciting. She may be right about that. What? How lame? I've never been to Kansas City. I don't really have an opinion on it. How lame must that city be if this is the greatest thing <laughs> to ever happen to it? And, of course, it's it goes both ways. Um, so apparently, like, during the game, there was this huge spike of people talking about it on social media. Because all these Swifties who had like never watched a football game before <laughs> are watching it. Uh, uh, Kelsey's um, jerseys and stuff like that, like gear relating to him, has spiked 400% in sales since this broke. Um, he's tripled his following on XFKA Twitter. Um, TMZ had the thing about Taylor Swift wraps his arms around Travis Kelsey at post-game party. woo but, you know, that's monoculture. We're in this era where there's very few things that represent monoculture. monoculture. And Taylor Swift does. And the NFL kind of does. It's actually a myth that the NFL is more conservative. I saw a stat that the NFL's viewership, to the extent they can tell, is pretty evenly split 50-50. I heard, yeah, there's a parody to it, which is strange. You yeah, wouldn't think so, of that. That's the world we live in. You know, I, I mean, 
I am surprised by that. Like, I know some super mega liberal people who are hardcore baseball fans. Don't really know any big football fans. I, I, no, I do. I just, they don't come to the top of mind. I think of my, you know, people who are even left to me, and a lot of them are big, big uh, baseball uh, fans. One of my Welsh fans is a Seahawks guy. Could try to figure that out. Your Welsh friend is a Seahawks fan? Yeah, Seattle, man. That's his team. Is he, did he go to Seattle? No, I, I don't know. I, I, this is weird. The Europeans would, would glom onto this, but that it happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, the New York Times had a little article about it, which was great because it was an explainer to idiots like you and me. And the subhead really summed it up. Kelsey, a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, has won two Super Bowls and hosted Saturday Night Live, but nothing compares to his brush with the Swift aura. And that's the point. Like, he's big, but like, she is. It doesn't get bigger these yeah, days. It doesn't so, get bigger. Like, that's the point. This, 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 has, this has boosted him. Uh, I, so this really leaves me cold and like, who cares? And why do people care? And like big fucking deal. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing that delighted me about this is I found an article summing up the best memes about it. And I went into like, great, I'm sure these suck. And I actually thought they were pretty damn good <laughs> because I thought the really good memes kind of get at how utterly ordinary this thing is and how people are dealing with something utterly ordinary. And the juxtaposition between the Swifties who have never watched football before and the football fans who are like kind of in awe of Taylor Swift or like don't know what to make of Taylor Swift. Uh, a couple I really liked is it said the NFL broadcast writing staff prepping for this prepping for the Taylor Swift lyric pun, seeing her at the Chiefs game with Travis Kelsey's mom. And the video is Tom from Succession running down the hall and pushing people out of the way. And he's like, I need writers. I need writers. That was funny. And then this is a great one. It's a photo from like the TV broadcast. You know, they have a photo into the booth and it's a picture of Taylor celebrating. It says Taylor Swift, 12 time Grammy winner. And it says, this feels like when your boy in high school claimed a hot girl from a couple schools over was going to the dance with him and she actually showed up. I don't know how this, the, the whole idea of the hoax thing, the fact that this is cynical, I don't really understand how that even enters in people's minds like what is the sort of thought process that makes people think taylor swift needs the help of someone else that she hasn't already spun worlds on her axis already you know and, and changed the course like, of rivers you know, you, you, they got people at that level got to be like sharks you can never stop moving yeah, maybe, and look, so. maybe they're actually maybe they're actually buddies and they're like look why not let's Let's play it up. All right. Well, and it, and it can how, help, right? How about this? How about this is much more. Yeah. This is much more. If you wanna, you wanna shave your legs with Occam's razor here. No, I'll give you a proposal. How about the fact that Swift has proven to be a serial relationshipper? That's already yes. There is that. That yeah. precedes her, and it's like it, oh, know, like like no other thirty-three-year-old woman has gone through six boyfriends. Exactly. Publicly, I mean, you know, and very quickly and in rapid succession. And, and it's a know. very normal thing, my friend. I mean, the so. thing is, the people that she's dating are guys like Maddie Healy and Tom Hiddleston and, and you know, Jake Gyllenhaal. And that's the difference here is that it is an A-list or a B-list line of, of people who are in a certain, you know, demimond of celebrity. Or not a demimond because that would indicate it's underground. This is overground. It's like the gossip sphere. Well, they're, they're, B, they're certainly C or D-list compared to her. If not Well, I mean, A-list if they're Tom Hiddleston and Maddie Healy. I don't know how big up Maddie Healy is, but who the fuck knows? He's, I literally have only heard of him in the context of Taylor Swift. But she was dating Joe Alwyn until recently. Right. The gossip uh, sphere has loved to live inside the cranulations of her love life from the start. This has been a long time of this now. I assume this is more of the same. I'm just, I just don't have a trouble believing 
that this is a flash in the pan whirlwind between two attractive people who maybe understand each other a little bit in terms of media. That doesn't have a lot of staying power. That's fine, you know, and, and I, I, you know, any writing about this always starts with the same litany of boyfriends, up to and including Maddie Healy. So people are kind of like already going in on the cynical nature of it. Um, yeah, and, and what's also weird about this is that <laughs> young people also feel like they're discovering something for the first time that, you know, is plainly a huge phenomenon. Like, because the Swifties are engaging with football, it's as if football <laughs> didn't exist until earlier I know. this month. It's funny. Yeah, you know, it's, and it's a little bit of like that crazy thing of like, oh my God, if you heard that this thing, this there's this guy called Steve Martin and he makes this TV show with Martin Short about people who live in a building and solve murders, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, we know about this because it, ha it, it happened a billion years ago and he's been famous our entire lives. Travis is the total package. Even his shadow is sexy. Why is this the biggest thing to ever happen in Kansas City? Why is TMZ talking breathlessly about it? Why do people care? Why are the Swifties who never watch a football game finally tuning in? And so, you know, the first time we did Taylor Swift, it was it was about her art. I mean, the last two times we talked about this was her art. We glanced upon the idea of the fame. And the fame was a different phenomenon then, or maybe it is only intensified in its hugeness. I mean, let's put it this way. At the moment, she's out there touring. And it's going to be the biggest grossing tour in the history of mankind. Even Beyonce's touring at the same time, and she's not going to come. Not, it's not Beyonce's going to make a billion dollars, but Taylor's just going to make two billion dollars off this tour. She's got to start dating an athlete, right? Yeah, she's got to start to get divorced and or just be a polygamist. No, Jay-Z should just like join the NBA. You know he wants to. Yeah, right. A 55-year-old man is going to do pretty well when he blows out his knee. So here's the thing. It's like this, to me, is the topic that is I've, I've been interested in talking about for a while, where this is the topic of, of essentially Taylor Swift monoculture. We're just using the Travis Kelsey thing as a way of exactly like you're saying. Why is it we're talking about this? Why is this truly pedestrian, quotidian, everyday thing? Nothing exceptional is happening here. And yet there's been breathless, breathless, you know, uh, uh, keyboard pounding, which is like two different metaphors here about this. But it's no, like, I don't think breathless keyboard pounding. I don't think. All right. Well, the thing is, it's, this is the singular power of her monoculture. And it's like we know monoculture so well, but we are so used to not having it because it it it, it pivoted so fast from monoculture from monoculture to balkanized culture that to go back to monoculture looks so strange in relief, you know. And that's what's amazing. Like the whole thing about the, the significance of the revolving door of romantic partners, you know, for over a decade has already had an outsized effect on popular culture. And I'm sure that this guy, Travis Kelsey, is aware of this, that he's just going to be another line item in, you know, in, in, a, in a, you know, the next time she goes on to, she gloms on to some other boyfriend, he's going to be, oh, or he... maybe he, maybe he just likes her. Maybe they're actually a couple and he just likes her. No, that's what I'm saying. Or maybe, a... or maybe they just want to fuck each other. Yeah, Who knows? That's, that's the thing. So it's like, you know, it, it, what we're seeing, though, has an outsized effect on popular culture. And... You know, I would, it's an open-ended question I would say is like, is the social life, T Taylor's romance, the parasocial relationship, is that as big as the music itself in terms of, you know, now I feel like you're, you're buying into a whole way of life. It, it almost becomes like, you know, Mormon where it's like you, you want it in every single facet of your life. It's not just the liturgy. It's also the way you take it home and the way you live the rest of your life. The music I'm sure is one thing, but people kind of devote themselves to a, to a, like a religion of Taylor Swift. It becomes all encompassing. They've done that with celebrities for a long time. You know, I mean, look at fandom. Fandom's worse now because of social media, but it's always been as dedicated. I mean, there have been people who, you know, 
centered their lives on musicians. You know, uh, for a good long time. Werner Herzog is a guy who's talked about this. Werner Herzog came to America. He went to Pittsburgh. Um, essentially, it was illegal in the country. There's a point to this story, believe me. And that um, he was living with a family in Pittsburgh, somehow got to go to the, um, what was it called? The Igloo was the old um, arena in Pittsburgh. And the Beatles played there. This is one of the Beatles' first shows in America when they were going up and down the East Coast and the Midwest and all those places. So uh, he might have been photographing things with part of the no- local news team. He noticed that the girls were screeching so loud. It was like a white noise that came from all the little girls who were there. And he noticed that when the girls left out of their seats, the bucket seats in the igloo were actually filled with urine. The girls were so excited they became incontinent. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, you know, Werner Herzog has told this story many, many times. And it's like, oh, and that's a phenomenon that's been happening for as long as it's been sort of quote unquote popular culture. And this is a shade of that, you know. I I asked you before, I said, has celebrity culture always celebrity fandom whatever always been this vapid and i think the answer is yes i mean i've said it a billion times the most powerful force in marketing is celebrity i know that person and it it makes you dedicated so we are zombies in a respect fame 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 you take this woman who is the monoculture right now who is probably the most recognized entertainer in the country at the moment i think that's fair I i mean if you took 50 entertainers and asked people have you heard of this person she might be number one in terms of saturation in the country um plus kelsey who notwithstanding the fact that we hadn't heard of him i mean he hosted saturday night live not every athlete gets to do that right so that that's definitely shows that i think we are behind the the trend not that they you know saturday night live overshot its skis also fair um so you take mega a-list celebrity and a minus celebrity and you combine them, and as zombies, we as a culture, you know, we we follow it, we drool after it. We can't turn away from it, no matter how bored. Oh, she put her arm around him. Oh, they drove away. Like, even if it's nothing, we want every scrap of attention, and we can't stop staring. It's just in our nature, and you can be negative and say, oh, this is the end of humanity, or you could just say, this is what we do, and this is what we've always done. Yeah, back to the 60s when girls were pissing into their seats because they love the Beatles so much, although... They were listening to some of the greatest pop music of all time compared to watching nothing. So I think there's a difference. Um, if I'm going to be charitable about it, I'm going to see. I'm going to say they seem like very nice people. First of all, they're cute. They're attractive in a very clean, wholesome way, and that pulls people in. He does. We didn't mention he's part of the reason he's famous is he does this very popular podcast with his brother, who is also an NFL player, right? And they do a podcast together. They talk about stuff. They come across as nice guys. So I think this is very much like. You know, our country's always hungered for royals of our own. You know, we lionize the Kennedys like that. So this is like the prince and the princess and a little story about them. And they're likable and they're not stabbing each other in the back. And they're not, you know, scumbags who are, you know, sharing in their heroin addiction or something like that. It's just a nice kind of heartfelt story of two nice, beautiful, relatively young people, not really that young people, falling in love. And even if it's bullshit, all right, it's a nice story. Who gets hurt? Uh, one more thing I want to add, and I don't really think we we touched on it, is um, some right-wingers are freaking out about this because, you know, she's very publicly been liberal. She openly has supported gun control. She uh, She's from Tennessee. She openly supported a um, uh, the Democratic challenger to Senator Marsha Blackburn in 2018. Unfortunately, he lost. Uh, you know, she's been very vocal in her left-wing activism. And as you mentioned... I mean, activism may be harsh, but she's not shy about where she stands. 
And he, you know, kind of follows suit. You mentioned he's done the ads for Pfizer. He's done the ads for Bud Light. He supported Colin Kaepernick and, you know, kneeling in front of the flag to, to protest police violence. And, you know, conservatives are freaking out about that. Since they think they own the NFL, they say, oh, well, Taylor Swift turned him woke. Never mind, he was doing the shit before he was associated with Taylor Swift. So clearly she did not turn him anything. You know, I think conservatives in our culture these days, they think they have a right to America. They think they have a right to mainstream culture. They think anything hugely popular should be on their side because they're insecure. And uh, I think that's why they're they're pushing back because two people who are so big, so hard to deny their, their hugeness, they feel they're entitled to own that. T-Swizzle showed up at the Chiefs game today at the invitation of tight end Travis Kelsey. I don't know if this counts as a date, but she met his mom. All right, Noah, would you have liked this phenomenon as a kid? The idea of putting your arm around somebody else, which no one's done before? Well, hey, when I was young, I would have loved to have put my arm around yeah, somebody. I still haven't gotten that far in anyway, my own romantic life. <laughs> You've been married, what, 16, 17 years? Any, any day now, man, I'm working on it. Work One of the my, days she's going to let you I'm, put your arm around her. I'm a charm factory. She just started letting you kiss her wrist. Yeah. That's that's the, the base you got to last week. She right, just man? started dropping gloves on the ground in front of me now. Yeah. <laughs> very Victorian. You've been bundling for 18 years. Um, no, I mean, if I were a kid now, I would have, I, I, this is all respect to Taylor Swift as a musician. This is not my type of music. I've never heard a Taylor Swift song that I even considered paying for. It's perfectly fine music. I don't give a shit. I've always hated football and I've never liked celebrity gossip. So there's nothing here. For I would not have plugged into the monoculture, which is what I do find interesting about this. And I, I feel like there's more yet to go. We, we can, we can, we, you know, as it sort of blobs and, and, and rolls over into different forms, like in the, the, the Eras tour is its own thing. We just really haven't even engaged with yet. Um, you know, but the, the idea that I would have looked at this, which I think on its face, it is a, it is a ridiculous celebrity gossip thing. Uh, but, you know, aside from some onion headlines and Twitter memes, this in particular is just a recapitulation. But uh, here, here's some names from the past. Noah, do you remember Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson divorcing of each other? Of course I remember Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson. But, but the idea that they like had like about a 35-year-long divorce that was played out over the course of their, their PR people were just tipping each other off Star Magazine, The Inquirer, yeah. like the People Magazine. Like they were playing that game out as dirty as possible. This were is, they married or were they just dating? They were married. No, they were married for like five or so, six years, like something like that. And okay. it's like they divorced a lot longer. Or it seems like it went right. on for a long time. So those of you who don't know, Burt Reynolds was a huge movie star in the 70s. Very beloved. He was in a lot of kind of shitty movies, but he was a big star and considered a sex symbol. And Lonnie Anderson was this bouffant, blonde, Bombshell. very old, yeah. old style vision of what a beautiful woman looks like. And she was... I mean, I know her from a sitcom, WKRP in Cincinnati. Was she famous before that? No. And nor was she really famous after that, too. That was yeah. like her call. She, yeah. She's Reynolds died a couple of years ago. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. She is still alive. Let's yeah. look it up. Keep going. All anyway, right, so I'm saying that was a divorce that just sort of became all, well, it was sludgy and it was ridiculous. It was, that, too, was a punchline. But it was a sideshow where you were watching this thing go out and, you know, you, you were letting these rich people play out their their mean little acid games just for, just for fun. You know, with little biting attacks on everybody. It's all the whole thing is some sort of bullshit ephemera, which keeps the wheels of like the Hedda Hopper, Nikki Swift, Us Weekly machine greased. You know, and, it, and it's 
that and, and and like you keep calling back to the the formative days of gossip you know with guys hanging outside of restaurants with flashbulbs trying to ambush people as they'd be in a car necking some guy cheating on his wife in like 1950s los angeles this is just this is a kinder version of that but it's still the same animal it's still the same vehicle that we're riding on top of do you realize how much pressure there was on you today from the Swifties to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the house today? Yeah, I heard that. I heard she was in the house. Uh, Did you feel it? Did you feel the pressure, Patrick? I felt, I felt a little bit of pressure. Is the the rise of what are they? What are like? What's the combined name they're calling? Oh, uh, it was them? like uh, trailer, trailer, trailer. Oh, that's terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, I think awful. they should. I think they should combine their last names. So Swiftsy, Swiftsy, Kelst. I don't know. Kelst. That doesn't work either. It's a good one. We get, what we get, are we you, need to, we what need are you put, and your wife? Uh, What's the name for you and your wife? Oh, we did. A, we no, we did a we did a video show uh, like 12, 13 years ago called Bilge. That's what our Bilge. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bilge. That's a good one. That's also Bilge. terrible, but it works. It's we can live with that. We're okay with it. Yeah. Me and my cat together were nosy. No, I don't. I don't this is definitely not not a part of the apocalypse. But um, again, I I wanted to talk about this because I mean, look, everybody. In business spheres, I, uh, in in culture spheres and music, like the effect of, of of her dainty little feet, the footprint of it is so enormous that it, it it kind of can't be denied right now. And and again, this is just one of those things where it shows the size of the phenomenon. You know, the ridiculous explosion and chatter pretty much overnight. Yes, like you say, no, we're talking about this six days later, but it's still being talked about on social media. Still, 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 six days later, well, my God. Considering nothing happened except an arm going around the guy's neck that was that was captured on, in a still photo on TMZ. And it's like, <laughs> this is like Sovietology. We're trying to see where the seats are arranged in the Kremlin to see who's in charge. Where's the, where's the power dynamic this week in Red Square? It's such a weird thing. Era's tour phenomenon, you know, is is, is rolling. I keep mentioning it over and over again. It's, it's, it's pretty much become the, the prevailing cultural thing of 2023 yeah um, so much so that the, the eras tour has effectively altered american consumer spending onto itself and that disney is experiencing low gate yields this year with both disneyland and disney are you serious yes now here's the thing make your own like, uh, some people are putting the two things together that for any number of reasons disney is experiencing a dip in attendance this could have to do with the fact that a lot of places aren't being traveled to as they once were right after pandemic. So-called, what are they called? Hate travel or revenge travel uh, was was one. That's what it's called. Revenge travel, revenge which was that dipped anyway. But the idea that, you know, you're talking about the same households. It's a big Venn diagram between people yeah. who would go to Disney and people who go to Taylor Swift. And it's yeah. like they bought yeah. Swift tickets and the Swift tickets were not cheap. They were definitely expensive. And you got to fly there in many cases. I know a family that did that. They, the woman at Took her, I mean, they have money, but took her daughter. We yeah. flew to wherever to see Taylor Swift, and yeah. that in a lot of families that might be in lieu of a Disney trip. Yeah. So I like this all. This is all a long-winded way of saying this yeah. is not an apocalypse. I do think this is pop. This is modern pop culture working as designed, and the fact is because th it, this looks out of step with balkanized culture. But this is the way the world used to work thirty years ago. This all this stuff wasn't so weird. I think it just looks strange now because we don't have the monoculture anymore. I mean, look, I want to say. Oh, this is so nothing, you know, boring people having a relationship, not boring people, but people having a relationship, who cares? There's nothing spicy about the relationship. I mean, they might be huge celebrities, but they're human beings. They're single adults. Oh, they date. That's so crazy. Um, so that might be part of my whole thing that like culture is boring and our standards have lowered.
But I think what might be the apocalypse, and but you know, we said this, this has happened since time immemorial, happens all the time. Fine. But you know, we're living in special times and special things are going on. And I think we need to focus on certain things if we want to get out of the mess we're in. And I'll give you an example. People magazine literally had a thing where they asked a reporter that someone asked Donald Trump what he thought of this. And, you know, typical word salad, who gives a shit? He said something like, oh, well, uh, good luck to them. I hope they last, but they probably won't. I mean, just something pointless. And it's just, uh, People Magazine isn't about hard-hitting journalism. It isn't about serving the civic mind. But, oh my God, I do not think People Magazine should be asking Donald Trump about celebrity gossip. I mean, everyone got so upset when Rolling Stone put the Boston bomber on the cover. Did you like, know that I don't People think... Magazine actually turned down the Pentagon Papers? Then they went to the Washington Post? Why did they? What? Really? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The point is this. I, I, I do not. I think we are into apocalypse if we are treating terrorists like asking them about celebrity gossip. With Taylor Swift in the house, Travis Kelsey says, oh, baby. All right, Noah, we're going to bring this thing home with our final two segments. Tell me about jealousy. Has it been activated mm -hmm. in this instance by anything you've read today? I'd like to date Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'd like to be as handsome and cute and physically fit as Travis Kelsey. Um, but on the other hand, I, uh, you know, I would ne I never wanted to be that level of, well, I did when I was a kid, but once I developed a brain, I've always said I wanted like a certain type of fame. I wanted the kind of fame where everyone in the industry knows who I am and I could get a meeting with anyone, but I don't want my personal life under the microscope. So I'd love to date a powerful woman. I like powerful women. So I'm not just turned on by Taylor Swift because she's pretty, even though she's not really my type and talented. It's that she's powerful and powerful women are a thing for me. On the other hand, if I'm a nobody and I date Taylor Swift, now my life is under the microscope. People, you know, people are camped out outside my apartment. People are staring at me at the supermarket. You're Hugh Grant and in Notting Hill now, you know? Exactly. And I don't want that. Uh, also, one thing I'm jealous of is if this is a cynical game they're playing to boost their respective celebrities, uh, I wish I had been that smart when I was trying to make it a show business to the extent I am right now. You know, I wish I had had that hook. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm always trying to get business for my, my company and, you know, if I could find some hook where everyone's talking about me because I'm glad. If I started dating Taylor, Taylor Swift now, it would suck to be under the microscope. On the other hand, it would blast my business into the stratosphere, which would probably make me very happy. So, yeah, I'm jealous. I wish I had, you know, if it's a whole cynical thing, I wish I had both the tools and the intelligence to come up with a scheme like that and, and enact it. That would be fucking Awesome. I think that uh, it is a logical and reasonable thing to experience jealousy here. And again, yes, like you said, coming from any number of points, um, even though this is a transient, I'm going to say this again, just to cap it, this is a transient power match. Transient, I believe, with short-lived. You know, Why do you say that? You don't know that. Because Taylor Swift is a, is a serial relationshiper, as I put but it. But how many women in their 20s are? She's not in her 20s. She's all in her of 30s. them. Yeah. Not all of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Oh, she's 33. Yeah. It's time to settle down. Maybe Travis Kelsey is the guy. Maybe they get married. Maybe they pop out a couple of babies. Right. We'll, we'll, and, you know, we'll, maybe they're together forever. You never... Look, Trump's been wrong about almost everything else. So he's probably wrong about this, too. Let's revisit that later. So the thing is, they're okay, two, two attractive people at the top of their professions, even though their levels of things are different. They each have a ton of sex appeal to some degree. Um, you know, Taylor Swift... 
is you know an instantly generous industry um this is another link in the chain of, of her public facing love life and you know i i, I was tr trying to figure out how do i feel jealous about this in terms of like thinking about it from being her not just like looking at this guy who has enough cachet that he you know um could I, I assume he has enough celebrity to sort of be appealing to whomever he's looking for, uh, whatever that's worth. But, you know, Taylor Swift, the thing that gets underlined in all of this is that, you know, publicly she's taken on a number of boyfriends, call them lovers, call them whatever you want. And, you know, the thing is, it's like... Paramours. They are, you know, there's a whole list of these guys, again, from whatever letter of list, A, C, B, D, J list along the way. You know, it's almost like... She she's unrepentantly uh, sort of a serial dater, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I kind of like that. I mean, there there's this demonstration of not why you think you might get a you might get your turn. Is that what you're thinking? Well, I could be there, too. But it's like, how yeah, about this? Okay. This is this is a demonstration of like non-committal relationships to partners. And it's in the face of the sort of growing uh, uh, or at least noisy trad wife tide of garbage values that are being sort of pitched by garbage people the whole idea that there's some sort of degradation and that the, you know the, the the family the you know the white anglo family is taking a hit etc etc although she's doing it because it makes her happy however it's a flex on her part that she's unrepentant in all this this isn't anything she's ever answered for she's never questioned it she's never acknowledged it she just keeps doing it she's not curbing herself and again, you can say the most powerful woman in show business is entitled to do that. It's like, I enjoy that that's what she's doing with it. She's saying, you know, it's like, I don't care what the fuck trad people say. You know, this magator people who are really unhappy with the fact that she's out there dating a long litany of dudes who, and just, you know, go, going through them like Kleenexes along the way and doing whatever until she finally says they're not. Down. They're not really unhappy with that. If she was out there saying, I love Trump, Biden sucks, let's go Brandon. They would not give a shit that she moves on from guy to guy no, to guy. Their, I, their family value stance is bullshit. Look at Lauren Boebert, grandma at 36, giving a handy at a, a musical. They still line up behind her. They don't care. If she were a conservative, they would have no issue with this. Wasn't she at the same play that Lincoln was shot at, Noah? Yes. Lincoln was shot at Beetlejuice the musical. Oh, she and, wasn't at uh, My American... Was it My American Cousin? Our American Cousin. Our American Cousin, yeah. That's, our American that's the next cousin. one. You should see what she did in the... Uh, you should see what she did at Our American Cousin, believe me. Yeah, exactly. They it wasn't, wasn't just a handy. All right, so what about the Flonian Skill, Noah? Where does this all... Uh, why does this all wound up in the end? Yeah, so we're comparing things to the, the scale, the XYZ axis compared to Jimmy Fallon, our, our anti-patron saint. Now that we've done three Taylor Swift episodes, I'd say she should be a patron saint, but it's someone original. Like, ooh, Taylor, you know, you might as well make God a patron saint. However, like, Swift, everyone's Swiftian, talking about Swiftian's already an adjective, though, too, because of, um, you know. Swiftian, yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, most people don't know this, but Taylor Swift widely uh, supports a plan to take the poor children of Ireland and chop them up as meat and feed them to people, and that will improve the economy. Uh, I'm sure someone gets that reference. Um, okay, so let's talk about some gossipy things. That's what I compare it to on the XYZ axis. So you take the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. Remember that? Yes, I do. I've been living in it ever since. Is that since. over? Is it completely over That's now? totally over. I haven't yeah, heard about it's that. over. You divide it by, we get a little football thing here, Baby Gronk. Baby Gronk. Doo, 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 doo. He got risen so by Paltrow, Louis, so that stands up. Right. Paltrow ski trial divided by Baby Gronk plus Arthur Knight. Remember that guy? Ah, uh, yes. 
It's a, I it's, don't understand. It's a, uh, it's a bloody farce, a bloody travesty. Yes. Oh. Is he in jail now? See, uh, this is the thing. We yeah. talk about this shit because they're big stories. And 30 seconds later, I stop thinking about it. And I never think That's about cool. it. That's cool. I'm all right with that. He may be in jail. Right, he so may be deported. I don't know. Who, who cares? Who cares? Does it matter now? That's true. Paltrow ski trial divided by Baby Gronk plus Arthur Knight minus... 7.184. And that's where you find the swill, swiftsy romance. Uh, call it. Since this is gossip, like you see, a rumor mill, a tongue wag, I'm going to equate this with um, something passing that wasn't important, even though this is affixed to a larger phenomenon. I'm going to equate, I'm going to, uh, uh, equate this with flossing. Noah, flossing. I'll tell you <laughs> Like this is ephemeral. Why? This is ephemeral as a bit of grammar, as a bit of vocabulary. It doesn't matter. The pairing will most likely wind up just being another name engraved on the source wall. After the romance has fizzled and she, she's moved on to her next uh, topical boyfriend, like the, 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 the ski, black, the black racer or something like that, Noah, through the spaceways, if we're going to use Jack Kirby. How, wait, how do we get to the new gods on this, man? Because I, I, I want to use the word source wall in here somehow. Source wall and the black racer yeah, right. and, and light ray. Will Forager, exactly. Uh, Forager. <laughs> oh, man, we're nerds, folks. We're nerds. It works that way. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I can recommend, if you care about this, Noah did a bunch of podcast appearances. Look on the Fire and Water podcast. I think yes. it's almost like two two weeks apart from each other. You did two. And, you know. Yeah, two weeks. So yeah, Fire and Water podcast network is mostly comic books and nerdy stuff. And, yeah, I've done half a dozen episodes over the years with them. And yeah, I just did two. I did one about a Justice League comic from the uh, early 1990s. And I just did one about the Super Friends comic book, the comic book based on the cartoon from 1981. And somehow I end up talking about my relationship with Judaism. Yeah. Well, uh, it was the high, the high holidays, so it kind of made sense. It was the high holidays, the yes. Camera so, uh, yeah. yeah, if you like, if you understand our references to the source wall and all that, That's the point. check out Fire and Water Podcast Network. Yeah. So, all right. And besides that, you can also find our show. If you look on past episodes, uh, if you're looking for past episodes, I should say, you'll find them on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, all the usual sources. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill. Don't get it at gmail.com. Reviews on the aggregators also help. Anything you can do to boost the signal along. Uh, we're doing this for you. We do like to keep this a nice clubby boutique atmosphere, but more listeners don't hurt. That's for sure. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Insta. I'm on um, I'm on Parlay. I'm on the Rumble. I'm on Truth Social. No, you're not. I hope you're at, at William Scurry. You can look for me. All my handles are there, more or less, or Bill Scurry, one way or the other. Uh, YouTube is YouTube.com, YouTube.clam slash AMCaesar. Everybody knows the website, YouTube.clam. Uh, yeah, and they hear no, no. It's just videos about mollusks. Mollusks, bivalves, yeah. univalves, abalone, bivalves, everything. Univalves. They have it's the whole book of it. Quadravalves, all of them. All, yeah. all the yes, exactly. So Noah will tell you where you can find his um, reports on chitons and oysters and scallops and other bay living um, uh, invertebrates. There's very little scallop content, but nonetheless, I encourage you to go to bigquizthing.com and learn about the Big Quiz Thing, America's finest source for customized, professional, in-person, virtual, and hybrid live team trivia spectaculars uh, for 20 years now. And um, we actually got uh, this week coming up, a rare instance of two public events. Wednesday, we're doing one of our semi-regular midday trivia breaks, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1, 1 p.m. Pacific. You can figure out the other times. Hosted by me, an hour quick uh, trivia break during the day. See what we're about, try before we, you buy. Absolutely free to play. Go to bigquizzing.com to register now. And then the very next day on the 5th, uh, we have teamed up with Hudson River Park in New York 
where uh, they're, they've opened their new science center at Pier 57. And uh, once a month, October, November, December, we are going to be hosting a science trivia spectacular um, hosted by uh, one of our finest quiz masters, Mr. Rory Scholl. And that's at 6.30 p.m. Uh, so get tickets, uh, free drinks with your ticket purchase. Uh, yeah, bigquizthing.com, all the links, all the info, and uh, learn about hiring us for your own customized event. We're booking heavy now for Halloween. We've started to book for the holiday season. Uh, so go learn all you want to do and get a free customized proposal at bigquizthing.com. All right, so until the next episode, where me and Noah become the biggest cricket stars in the world, hoping that we can both date the Andrews sisters. We, we don't, don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.